1: Honestly, it was the hardest decision I ever made, like, I cried so much. I Teaching is my passion, like, I love my students so much. They know they're loved by me and, like, I just, my reason I went into teaching was to make kids feel welcomed and accepted as they are and to build on their passions. So, Choosing to leave teaching was really hard for me.
0: Okay, that is part of the viral video here. Let's say former Saskatoon teacher, her name is Kathleen Germs, and her interview with CBC. And this thing has just gone viral online here, just taking a look at TikTok. 60,000 likes there, 5,000 comments on this video. We're going to play some more clips on it for you here shortly here. She goes into detail about why she decided to quit her job as a public school teacher, largely because, she says the lack of supports for special needs kids. Let's discuss with my guest, Carol Gordon. Carol is the second vice president at the BC Teachers Federation. Very pleased to welcome her. Carol, thank you for coming on today.
2: Thanks so much for the invitation
0: Mike. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for doing it. And just right off the bat, we just just acknowledge like this is a a teacher based in Saskatchewan and obviously the education systems vary from province to province in terms of supports for special needs kids. And we'll play some more of the clips here for a minute, but when I thought that one of the reasons this is getting so much attention across the whole country is because the things she talks about here, I think, are relevant no matter where you are in Canada. I was wondering your thoughts on it when you listened to this young teacher here talk about her, you know, the stresses that she felt on the job. Is that something you've heard from teachers here in BC?
2: Yes, uh, definitely. It is something that is resonating among uh, the teachers within British Columbia. And I can't speak to the Saskatchewan situation, but I can say that across Canada, the teacher shortage is having an impact on on the classrooms and it's having an impact on the schools and the system overall uh, every system out there so uh, but the definitely the pressures that teachers are feeling um, uh, because of that though the inadequate working conditions definitely is resonating among members uh, across british columbia
0: Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that because one of the things that this young teacher goes into in detail here in this video and i'll play some more clips here in a moment are the supports for special needs kids can you talk a little bit carol about The situation for special needs kids and education assistance in the BC school system right now, are you satisfied? Are you happy with the level of support for special needs right now?
2: Well, what we know is that consistently uh, over the last few years, probably five years or plus, is there's a $350 million shortfall in the funding that districts need. So districts are spending uh, across the province, $350 million more than what the province's fund is uh, providing them for inclusive education. And so what that means is that you're uh, either pulling funding from another program somewhere in your, in your district or you're uh, shifting people uh, and not providing those supports. So what we're seeing in a teacher shortage is uh, when there's unfilled vacancies, for example, uh, the first people to provide coverage when there's uh, not a teacher on call available are the teacher librarians, the learning support teachers, the resource teachers, the counselors. They're the first to go in and provide that coverage. And that means that there's no services for the students that they were providing supports for. But we're also seeing a shortage of education assistance as well. And that is one of the mm-hmm. um, one of the shortages that teachers have identified is that uh, th- those positions often go unfilled. So, uh You know, when we have such complex needs and so many students with complex needs, you know, one education assistant may not be enough. And I think that was uh, sort of resonated within the within the video that the teacher from Saskatchewan talked about is how many students there are and how many people we need. So the shortage exacerbates that. But then we've but the shortage in funding, the gap in funding, has been there for longer than the most recent teacher shortage.
0: Let's play another, let's play a part of her talking about this here now. So this is Kathleen Germs. This is this young teacher who decided to quit her job. She says because of a lack of support, especially for special needs kids. Have a listen.
1: I left because there's no support for teachers. It's not a sustainable career. I was not able to teach anymore. I was doing every other job, like I was being a social worker, a counselor, an EA, an EAL teacher. Like, I'm dealing with all these diverse needs in my classroom, and I and I couldn't keep up with it. And I felt like a failure every day, but I was trying so hard.
0: Okay, I, I, you know, this is such a powerful testimony here, for, I thought, from this young teacher, because he was really speaking from the heart there. And I really believed her when she's talking about she wanted to succeed in this job, but she felt it was unsustainable. Do you ever hear that, Carol, from teachers in B.C. who say, who thought about, boy, this is just too tough and I'm deciding to get out of this profession? Is that a problem?
2: It, it is. And I we are seeing, uh, you know, we're talking right now about recruitment and retention within the yeah. profession. And so we're seeing the retention issue as being almost the priority right now. Uh, We wanna get people into the profession, but then how do you keep them here? And that's the sustainable piece. So we're seeing a high percentage of of teachers that leave within the first five years. And it's really important to support uh, new teachers and mentorship, but also the sustainability in the working conditions. The the gap that I talked about in the funding, you know, that gap exists in a a variety of places there's a a gap in the amount of prep time that teachers need to plan for the diverse needs of their students. There's a gap um, in the uh, time it takes to get um, diagnoses or designations that would qualify students for support. Mm. Uh, you know that identified support that provides that funding and directs the support into the classrooms there's um so you know what we're seeing is you know really it comes down to time time people and money there's a gap in the amount of time people have to be able to do their job efficiently and effectively um the the uh, gap in the the people that we need both in classrooms, education assistants, uh, the specialist teachers to provide the support for students and that gap in the money that I talked about what,
0: earlier. What, what is the percentage of teachers who leave the profession in the first five years? You touched on that there. What, what actually is that percentage?
2: we're, uh, we've seen numbers between 20 and 25%. Wow. uh, The last little while. But when we did a survey recently about why teachers leave the profession, the number one, um, the number one reason, and it's more than more than retirement is uh, inadequate working conditions. And so in that survey, uh, the biggest concern of members was that they weren't able to meet their students' needs. They couldn't get the necessary supports. But, you know, I want to be really clear for for the public out there and parents in particular, is that the care and concern that you heard in the voice of that teacher is what teachers are doing across this province. They care for their students. They are they are personally filling the gaps that exist within the system. Uh, So the kids are in good hands. Uh, because of that. But that's the unsustainable aspect of it is that you can't fill, you can't do your job and then fill the gaps that should have been provided by other people or by other supports within the system.
0: Speaking to Carol Gordon, second vice president of the BC Teachers Federation. So let's listen to a little bit more of this uh, young teacher here, Kathleen Germs here, talking about her decision to quit the profession. That is really interesting, Carol, what you said there, 20 to 25 percent of teachers leaving within the first five years that's a pretty high percentage uh to in my mind so let's let's listen to this now here she is describing a situation in her classroom with multiple special needs kids uh in her class and this is probably the most dramatic part of the video here let's listen
1: so one day I had a student who was, you know, really dysregulated and really struggling and was, you know, being very violent to themselves and other kids. So I had to, I had no support. So I had to be holding the students and rocking them while I was trying to teach, while my other students who are intensive needs are maybe throwing desks or rolling around on the ground or arguing with other kids, kids who are struggling to focus and sit still. And I'm, I'm trying to teach while I'm rocking and holding a kid back from hurting themselves or other kids.
0: Okay, you know this is the the picture in your mind here as you listen to that of her rock, rocking uh, a special needs kid who was acting out, trying to calm the kid down, while she has other special needs students in the class acting out at the same time. Carol, I mean, this sounds extreme here—the picture that that's painted there. But does this happen in BC?
2: Well, before I go any further, I want to be really clear that that yeah. kids are are not the problem. Um, sure. It's it's about the lack of supports for the students that have really complex and issue referred to intensive needs. So it's the it's the lack of support for the teachers doing the work. It's the lack of support for the students with those needs. So I just want to really frame that very uh, you know as I continue going forward. But sure. what we are hearing is that there is there is violence in the classroom, and it the ability to um, uh, to support students who who are dysregulated, who um, are experiencing, um, um, who who aren't getting the support they need due to the lack of teachers, uh, education assistants, uh, that that is that story has been uh, shared with us. We've shared those stories with um, uh, with the ministry. We've uh, you know it's really difficult for teachers to talk about their specific classrooms. Uh, you know, with parents and with with the public, um, because they their responsibility is to the students and responsibility um, to the learning that's happening in there. So but that is resonating. and we are hearing that uh, across the province. It doesn't matter if you're in an urban setting or a rural setting. those stories are are um, happening and mm-hmm. fairly frequently in some in some places, in some cases.
0: would would you say, The bigger problem is the teacher shortage or is it the shortage of education assistance? Because the EAs are there as a resource to help kids who've got special needs. I have education assistance in my own family, so I'm I'm very familiar with this job. And it's a difficult job, but it is really crucial and a necessary part of the system, especially we got more and more kids with uh, education certificates problems and challenges and behavioral problems, how important are those EAs and how bad is the shortage there?
2: Uh, As an elementary school teacher, I can tell you, um, we appreciate uh, education assistance so much and the work they do and the support they provide to students. Um, And really often it's a, it's a team approach, but I, you know, I will say that it's the shortage is across um, all, uh, all the entire workforce, whether it's support staff, teachers, specialist teachers, uh, you know, even in men, is uh, there's a shortage there. So what we're hearing is, where what we're asking for is a workforce strategy that that addresses all of it. And and the ministry and government, you know, have engaged us in some uh, some of those conversations. So we really are hoping for to hear something in the budget coming forward that talks about a fully funded workforce strategy. You know, similar to healthcare to address the shortage that happens. You know, we see it in healthcare. It's you know the nurses have a very you know prominent campaign, but we know that that's not just with nurses. That's everywhere across that, the healthcare system, and it's similar to education.
0: Okay, the budget day is approaching here in BC next month, so we'll watch for that. Carol, thank you very much for coming on today to talk about this. I appreciate it.
2: Thanks so much, Michael. Have a really good day.